Picture this, you're sitting down to watch a live poetry performance. The first poet takes the stage, and as they begin to read, they're accompanied by a live jazz band. If this sounds intriguing, well, you're in luck. International Jazz Poetry Month returns to Pittsburgh on May 2nd. The festival features more than 50 artists, including local jazz icons and poets from Algeria, Cuba, Sudan, and Ukraine. Tickets to watch online or in person at City of Asylum's home on the north side are free. Get yours at cityofasylum.org before they're gone. Today on CityCast Pittsburgh, we've been getting out of town this week for rest and rejuvenation, and for a lot of us, that means an ice-cold brewski. Today is our third and final installment of our Fall Getaway series and our Thursday food and drink show, so we're wrapping it up with the region's best breweries. I'm with Adam Sorma of Trace Brewing here in Pittsburgh, whose love of a good beer goes well beyond the Berg. It's Thursday, September 28th. I'm Megan Harris, and here's what Pittsburgh is talking about. Adam Sorma, welcome to CityCast Pittsburgh. Hey, how's it going, Megan? Good. Uh, We're going to get really nerdy. We're going to get a little fancy. But first, I want to know, what is your most embarrassing beer preference? Lower brow, the better. Oh, man. I feel like, uh, gosh, a lot of people in my hometown, like back home in Ohio, you know, I I love that they just love to slug Bush Light and and they (laughs) call it uh, home team. So they don't even refer to it by its name. I love to get down with like a Budweiser Heavy or Miller High Life. Uh, Those are all you know, in my wheelhouse, but I love that people call Bushlight home team. <laughs> I've never heard that before. I like that. Um, I know this week uh, here at CityCast has been kind of all about getting out of town. What to you makes for a good booze-focused vacation? Like, what are your essentials when you know that drinking is on tap? It, you know, it's always fun to see a diverse tap list. I think that if you are someone who goes to breweries and you go hyper-specific because you love their year-round IPA or their year-round lager. If you're going somewhere as a first-time guest, I think it's cool to, you know, talk to the bartender and get a recommendation. And if you're if you have the time to try two or three really, really different things, it sort of gives you um just a good overview of their capabilities. So yeah, the more styles the better. But if you're known for one style and you're going for that, that's also cool. Yeah. Any pro tips for kind of figuring out, like if you're not from an area or used to that brewery, how to spot those that are available year round that maybe they're known for? Um, Because sometimes that stuff is kind of hard to figure out on a typical beer list. Yeah, that's a great question. Man, the only way to know is probably to ask. I think that, uh, you know, at Trace, we just have one year round beer and it's a German pale lager called Keller beer. However, it's not really um, marketed that way. I think that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if if you were to walk in and, and try it and ask about it um, or ask at any brewery, you know, hey, what's your do you have a flagship? Um, you know, often it'll be displayed or, you know, highlighted on the menu or sort of like demarcated as such. But a lot of spots, you know, we just want to keep it uh, really approachable. That's like a really important thing is to not sort of talk above the guest or anything. Just, you know, meet them where they're at. So, yeah, I would always encourage someone just to ask their bartender, like, hey, is there something you love or something y'all do year round? 
Well, let's dive into some of your top recommendations. Um, We wanted to start off with the best spaces for specific activities or experiences around the Pittsburgh region. Um, Give me one if you want to be active with your group. So like playing a game, taking a scenic walk with your beer, doing something other than sitting on a bar stool. What's a good spot? Yeah, happy to. Yeah, this is a great question. I think that, uh, and I'm kind of approaching it both like regionally and more local. So if you go north from the city of Pittsburgh into Butler County, um, you know, roughly, I would say about 45 minutes to an hour outside the city proper, there's this gorgeous uh, spot called Cobble House at the Falls. Um, Cobble House is a brewery located in Coriopolis, but their ownership opened a second location and it's at a waterfall. Um, it is like stunning. If you have children, if you have a dog, if you have family, uh, you order up top at their bar, you walk down a set of steps and around to the back of the building and it drops down an elevation and you're literally sitting in front of a waterfall. Um, a couple of the folks on our staff have been, I've been, um, it's gorgeous. It's definitely like the kind of hallmark thing about it. Um, I would also recommend big rail, uh, big rail brewing is also up North in Butler County. And, um, you know, they got a huge like stage set up for outdoor music. It okay. The way that it's set up is it's actually in the woods. So you're uh, drinking beer right amongst several trees and furniture and they'll have like a food truck or two. Um, it's it's an experience for sure. And I know that's a little outside the city, but um, if you're more in the city, I would just say go to Roundabout. The Roundabout <laughs> Brewery um, pop-up like garden uh, on the Ohio River is uh, it's ending. This is the very last season for it. So depending on, you know, when your listeners get this episode, if they're able to visit before it gets too cold, um, this is the final year for that pop-up. I think they should be out there by the river for a couple more weekends now. So what about if you absolutely don't feel like being active? Um, a place where maybe you can watch someone else do something, a good brewery, even maybe with like good sports packages on their TVs and multiple televisions too. I feel like that's pivotal if you're in a sports watching mood. So... Like about a month ago, I went uh, to also to Ohio. And uh, if you go all the way into Northwest Ohio, uh, Port Clinton, Sandusky area, there's a brewery called Twin Oast, O-A-S-T. It is stunning. Like I literally had to like take a few photos and send them to my staff. It's an oast is a large uh, conical structure where, you know, you could like hang up hops to dry and things like that. And twin oast is on this farm and it's just humongous. Like we're talking like several acres, several multiple points of sale, multiple kitchens, multiple seating areas. Um, People get married there. There's multiple stages. There's a wildflower, sunflower garden. It it was so stunning. I was only there for like one beer because I was on the way to uh, put in bay for a guy's trip. But man, that I, I've been reading about it and seeing photos of it online. And um, definitely like one of those destinations where I think it's like the thing to do in town, but um, not a whole lot around it, but Twin Oast over in Northwest Ohio, it blew me away. Any hard cider destinations that you would recommend? Yeah, totally. Um, there's one that jumps to mind immediately. It's about exactly a one hour drive from Pittsburgh. It's in Youngstown, Ohio. It's called Dope, D-O-P-E. Dope is run by Hannah Ferguson. It's the only black woman owned cidery I've ever been to. Definitely the only one in Ohio. Um, Her cider is awesome. She just had her one year anniversary uh, in August. Uh, She's got a, you know, it's a new business. It's actually funny because it's attached to a brewery. She came from beer and then migrated over to cider and wine. And, um, 
I've tried her stuff at festivals. She comes to Pittsburgh a lot. She's been to Trace several times. I felt like it was time to go pay her a visit. So I drove out there in August and, um, you know, at her one year anniversary, she had a ton of stuff on. And um, I would tell everyone, definitely go support her and check out what she's doing because it, it's pretty special. What about a wild card pick? Any reason that you think that it should get the CityCast seal of approval? Yeah, that would definitely, I mean, just, this is, I'm just speaking for Adam, but um, I <laughs> love, love Stick City. I, every time I have a friend visit from out of town. Yeah, we, in Mars, to Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. Yeah, totally. Up in Mars, um, Nick and his dad, Ron and their team, like they're just, they're, they're working so hard to keep things traditional uh, and to donate a part of their proceeds back to the environment and to uh, just create this like community space. But relative to their market, which is, yeah, Mars. It's a little bit different of a vibe than if you're in Bloomfield, but um, gosh, their beer is so, so good. Do you like to dance? Look at beautiful art, eat gourmet snacks, people watch? Well, mark your calendars for Friday, June 7th for one of my favorite parties in Pittsburgh. It's Mattress Factory's 25th Garden Party. The theme this year is make-believe, and it's all to celebrate and support the creatives in our community. There's going to be live music, an open bar, an art auction, and probably my favorite, the costume contest. Trust me, I will be judging yins, and so will everyone else there. Be playful, be imaginative, explore your magical realm because this is a theme party. You want to come dressed to impress. You must be 21 and up to attend and rest assured every dollar raised goes directly towards supporting the museum, its art, its education, and all of its community outreach initiatives. Get your tickets now to the 25th Mattress Factory Garden Party. They are in our show notes and online at mattress.org. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Uh, you know, when our team was thinking about this, we really wanted to ask where you get specific types of beer. Because I know for the nerdy friends among us, like that's kind of how you choose where you want to go. Like what's the place known for? What's always in rotation or what's special on the menu this week or that? I want to know if there's places with one or two beers that you just really love on tap. Um, folks, please don't get mad at me. I am lumping a lot of beer types together to save time. Um, Adam, are you ready? Sure. Yeah. Let, let's give it a try. <laughs> let's start with really hoppy beers. I know often that's an IPA. It can be ales. It can be other things. Where do you love for that? Yeah, I go to Old Thunder for that. I get down with their hoppy stuff for sure. Okay. Uh, what about like a hazy or juicy beer? Could also be an IPA, but could also be a sour or something else. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, um, when you think about that, I you would just go literally two miles up the Allegheny to Dancing Gnome. You know, they spearheaded that in 2016 and brought it into 
basically this craze and and the city has really like you know fallen in line with um loving that style if, if you're into the hazy game yeah they they have several in core rotation and they're all good yeah um stouts porters brown ales the kinds of stuff that like feels cozy for fall for winter yeah that's a good question i you know i think that uh i, I would turn to east end i know that east end you know Gosh, they've been doing their thing here since 2004. Uh, sort of like I look up to them as like like a grandfather figure, really. Um, you know, as a younger person in beer, East End has such a diverse tap list, and when they do, you know, the Fat Gary, the Nut Brown Ale, or their um, you know Black IPA, or their Stouts, or their Porters, they do a lot of um, darker stuff, and they nail it for sure. Yeah, and they're available all over the region. They do a really, really good job of distribution. Um, so I know it's not your thing necessarily, but what about seasonals? Are there places around Western Pennsylvania that you would recommend someone go if that's their thing? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I, I suppose I'd have to shout out something like Southern Tier. I think that, uh, you know, they're downtown in the North Shore kind of stadium area. They're in an interesting place with how they operate because they're a little bit bigger than like craft, but they're not like Budweiser. They're sort of in their like own little middle tier. Yeah. Do we breweries. do we have middle market breweries? Is that a thing yet? I, I've been reading about it. It's sort of emerging, you know, as as beer sort of morphs and, and as the younger folks become 21, whether they choose to drink or not. We're seeing a lot of changes in the market, but Southern Tier is part of a brewery group that is basically, yeah, like what you said, that middle tier. And they do the seasonals pretty well. And, and they, you know, they have the capability to bring some stuff in from New York, as well as brewing on site in Pittsburgh. So yeah, if you're looking for that. And their brewery in New York is within driving distance to Pittsburgh too, like two and a half hours north of here in Lakewood. It's really, really gorgeous. When I went, there was a band and someone giving tours, a lot of stuff to do. Um, yeah. What about wheat beers, like Hefeweizen's? If you are willing to drive um, two hours west of Pittsburgh to Akron, Ohio, I would for sure shout out like Missing Mountain. Uh, they're in Cuyahoga Falls and they're kind of like punching above their weight, doing probably the best beer in Akron, Ohio right now. Aonian and Alliance, Ohio is another one that's doing some really cool stuff in stuff like that with wheats and wits and Hefeweizens and um, stuff that you don't see every day. It's, um, yeah, I know it's a little bit of a drive, but... Both of those, along with Noble Beast in Cleveland, Ohio, would be for sure like stop in and try what they've got and and, and get down with the wheat stuff. No, no. I, I'm glad that we asked a uh, an Ohio native for this. We're getting some good off-kilter recommendations for a Pittsburgh. Uh, what about ales, Kolsch's, pale lagers, that kind of like lighter on, you know, uh, a, an easier day? Cool. Yeah, I can definitely answer that because this is kind of getting into what I like to drink. First off, I'll shout out 11th Hour because they're right in Lawrenceville, right in the city. And they've done a really, really nice job of uh, dialing in their Kolsch, their lager program. And then the far out pick, and this is this is my favorite, would be, you, ha you have to kind of go in the middle of nowhere, but it's called Woolly Pig in Fresno, Ohio. The nearest city is probably Coshocton. It's about an hour south of Canton, where I'm from. Um, Woolly Pig is a brewery on a farm. It's actually called Woolly Pig Farm Brewery, where there are pigs everywhere, and the pigs are eating <laughs> the spent grain from the brew house. It's all upcycled. They have a food truck, but they're focusing a lot on, um, you know, like what you said, traditional lagers and ales, and um, it, it's a destination for sure if you want to go visit um, 
the middle of nowhere, Ohio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, what about like the classic pills? Um, I feel like if there's anything that's like the most Pittsburgh, more often than not, it's going to be a lager or pilsner. Yeah, you're right. Gosh, I feel like, I mean, when you say that out loud, where my mind goes is like Penn Brewery. You know, you think about a brewery that's been around for a long, long time and, you know, just like doing what they do on their funky, they have a copper hectoliter system. It's a totally different brew house than any other brew house in Pittsburgh. I think also East End is now doing a year round Pilsner called Everyday Pilsner. And they, I think they found that groove with like talking to folks and getting feedback and seeing what pairs well with food and what's going to move over the bar. But um, I also would say us, I mean, Trace has done a few Pilsners and there's a regular we have and uh, he's from Czech Republic and he tried it and he was like, you nailed it. Like this actually tastes like home. You know, Czech Pilsner is a style that the Czech folks are are really into. It's, it's, it's from their homeland. And Marek came in tried our Pilsner and told our brewer, Zach, like, you did it. Like, I want this every day. <laughs> and I was like, wow, we actually got this seal of approval. Yeah, no kidding. Um, well, any suggestions then for folks who are maybe just newer to the beer scene? Um, they are excited about what you just said and they want to learn more, but they also don't want to get too overwhelmed by the options. What do you, what's their, what's your best pro tip? Uh, I, I would say, you know, honestly, in the city, uh, I love the staff at Two Phrase. Uh, they're in Garfield on Penn Avenue. And, uh, you know, the, the ladies in the front of house there, they, they come to Trace a lot, too. We love them. I would say what's cool about that is you're never going to be overwhelmed or be talked down to or, or feel out of place. Um, I think that, you know, it's super important to keep things approachable and friendly. And, um, yeah, I would I would recommend going in there and having a beer, talk to their team and and. You, you're in like really, really good hands because they'll, they'll probably suggest some other spots you could stop at as well. You can find Adam behind the bar and behind the scenes at Trace Brewing here in Pittsburgh. Thank you so much for your expert guidance and picks today. Hell yeah, you got it. That's all for today here on CityCast Pittsburgh. If you missed any of our recommendations this week, please check out our new website. It's pittsburgh.citycast.fm. You'll find all this week's podcasts and a bunch of fun features, photos, bonus goodies, all available via our Hey Pittsburgh newsletter and on that website. That's pittsburgh.citycast.fm. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Talk to you soon. Um, are you a pumpkin beer person? Sadly, no. I, I hate to burst the pumpkin bubble. Um, I, think I hate it, them. I'm, I'll be yeah. honest. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say that, but yeah, they suck. <laughs> I, I 